0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: All right, we'll get to the prop team for the Lions and the Cowboys. Our NFL bet's coming up in moments. And a Tyler Morales college football bowl prop bet that he has promised will rock the earth directly to its core. That's coming up in a second. But first, uh, the second of my two NBA props that aren't posted right now. Um, Believe it or not, Matisse Teibel, playing like 30 minutes a game right now for the Portland Trailblazers now he's like a zero offensively but defensively steals and blocks every single game for Tybalt. so this may not get posted until, like, right before tip-off because he's obviously not one of, like, the main players on the on the Trailblazers. But if we get a matisse Thybul tonight steals prop, that's, like, one-and-a-half or two-and-a-half, I will be betting the over on matisse Thybul steals for tonight. So Nick Richards points and rebounds over if and when it gets posted. Once Mark Williams is ruled out, I think that'll get posted. And then Thybul defensive props if and when they get posted to go along with the Hornets plus the points on the road at the Phoenix Suns. Tyler Morales is with us. Hello, Tyler. Hello, guys. Tyler, what is the college football bowl prop that will rock the earth directly to its core?
0: So Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't know why people thought he was going to play. It was just announced that he's not going to play in this game. So I'm going to take a a prop over here. And so I'm going to go back a little bit. In 2020, when Ohio State played Utah in the Rose Bowl, remember Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave didn't play, left the receiving room wide open. Jackson Smith and Jigba had 347 yards, 15 catches, and three touchdowns. And freshman Marvin Harrison had 71 yards for three touchdowns. Today, we have no Marvin Harrison, no Julian Fleming, who is the other starter. He really didn't produce, uh, produce that much. Carnell Tate is the guy that's going to be starting for Marvin Harrison today. And he's like hashtag next. Like, I'm not – like, he's actually next. The number two <laughs> – Is he, is he now or is he
1: next? But is no. He well, it maybe.
0: In four hours, he's going to be now. In four hours, he'll be now. And uh, he was number two recruit behind Zachariah Branch of USC. Like the hype around him is huge. And now he's playing with uh, Devin Brown, who's starting for Ohio State, who was the second team QB for him all season. So I, I took Carnell Tate over fifty and a half. and a half. I think it's moving now. I think it's at 55 and a half. I laddered it all the way up to 125. I also took two touchdowns plus two touchdowns at Ben MGM. It's 20 to one because his anytime touchdown was just two Hello, to one. Baby. And also,
2: yeah, oh, yeah this is great. This.
0: Oh, all of this. And yeah, this is my good, final. Man. My final point here is Emeka Ibuka is going to be playing for Ohio State. For, I don't think he's that good. First of all, I think CJ Stroud kind of made him. But yesterday, a report came out saying that Ibuka had ankle surgery to start in the middle of the season. And since the four games, since the surgery, 13 catches, 149 yards, and a touchdown as an Ohio State receiver. That is awful. So I think Car- Carnell Tate's going to have a huge game over for whatever you find, ladder it up to 125, two touchdowns, 20 to one at BMG. This i is, This is, he's next, and the four hours is going to be now.
1: <laughs> well, but just, just like that, and by the way, that's, that might be the best breakdown Tyler's ever given. Tyler, Abuka, 72 and a half receiving yards. Are you interested in his under or just the Carnell Tate overs?
0: No, yeah, just the Carnell Tate overs. I assume that Missouri, we have film on Ibuka. I'm sure the Missouri's going to know what to do with him. I want no part of him. No part.
1: Carnell. Carnell Tate, office wide receiver. Love it. Great stuff there. I'm I'm Uh, trying to bet this right now. Uh, And you know what? I'll do that. I'm going to bet this while the Prop King imaging is playing. Let's get to it right now. The Prop King coming up for the Lions and the Cowboys on Saturday night.
2: Now approaching the betting window, it is your Prop King, Nick Costos. All
0: hail. All hail King Costos!
1: Worship me, fools! All right. Normally, I like to have these be like really long and uh, and drawn out. Uh, Can't, though, because we've got a lot we got to get to here. So one yardage prop coming up for Detroit and Dallas where, like, listen, you could feasibly play a ton and they they could all go over. But if I had to pick my one favorite – I'm going to play Jameer Gibbs over combined rushing receiving yards, 80 and a half. I like Dallas in the game, and as we talk about, right, when Detroit's ahead in games, Montgomery gets the ball more. And when they're trailing in games, it's more Jameer Gibbs in the passing attack and running the football. I think, though, and this is a hunch by me, and I could be wrong about this for sure, and I guess, like, I was wrong about it last year with the Jamal Williams usage, but I think Gibbs is such a special talent. They also—the the Lions regime also didn't draft DeAndre Swift, this Lions regime. This Lions regime drafted Jameer Gibbs 12th overall. Um, so they obviously feel uh, some type of way about him in a really good way. I think this is going to be Gibbs' backfield, and like I think he'll be the one A and Montgomery's going to be the one B. Gibbs is just too good. He's too explosive. I think there's a chance right now he's the second best running back actually in the league behind Christian McCaffrey. He's so good. So it's almost like if they're ahead, I like this, and if they're behind, I like it. So Jameer Gibbs over 80 and a half receiving yard, uh rushing combined, rushing receiving yards for Jameer Gibbs. And then two anytime touchdowns here. Um, I think Jamison Williams can easily go over his receiving yards, number 31 and a half. I, I'd rather play Jamison uh, Williams anytime touchdown, plus 300. So J-Mo anytime touchdown. And then I don't even think this player is listed yet. So Rico Dowdle's out tomorrow for Dallas. Dallas backup running back. Tony Pollard is brutal down by the goal line. Like honestly, like uh, Zeke's better and I'll take the L on this big time. The fact that Pollard didn't score on that touchdown last week against Miami, like he should he should like uh, uh, conserve a life sentence in prison for not scoring that touchdown. I think tomorrow we'll see Deuce Vaughn active for the Dallas Cowboys and if that's the case, Deuce Vaughn anytime touchdown now. Let's say Deuce Vaughn isn't active and it's like Malik Davis or like whatever. Like whoever the Cowboys number two running back is anytime touchdown. I also think maybe he won't get the ball ever again down by the goal line because of the fumble Hunter Lewepke or whatever, like the stiff white fullback who fumbled on the, on the first drive of the game against Miami. I think this is like Deuce Fawn's active Deuce Fawn anytime touchdown at a big price. So look like if, We get into tomorrow and, like, Vaughn's inactive. I'll tweet out the player that I like instead. But it's going to be basically whoever Dallas' number two ball carrier is tomorrow with doubt allowed. Because Pollard's so bad in the red zone, I think they're going to start going away from him. So, Vaughn, anytime touchdown. Jameson Williams, anytime touchdown. Gibbs over combined rushing, receiving yards for Dallas and Detroit. And that's the prop king for Dallas and Detroit. We'll give you the rest of the props coming up on Sunday. Which means it's now time to get to Sunday's games. Which means it's time for Jake to lay down the Mario music. (laughs) you <laughs> We begin our week 17 NFL betting sojourn on Saturday night in Dallas. Ken, we're the Cowboys five and a half point home favorites over the Lions. Total in the game bet down to 52. As we told you, Rico Dowdle out for Dallas. Bets here for the Cowboys and the Lions if you got them.
2: Yeah, uh, nothing on the game yet, I would say. But the line movement is obviously not, hasn't created a bet yet. Uh, My goal in this game is to play Dallas at a really short number. That's what I would like to happen. I just don't know if I if I would bet four and a half, which is available right now, or if I would want four to make the bet, um, then we would start getting into a range where I, I would just like the spot for Dallas enough to play a shorter number six, like no interest whatsoever. Five and a half, like starting to like Dallas, but no, now like there's a couple four and a half on the board. There's a bunch of fives pretty close. Um, if you wanted action on the game, you can lay the five. I might try to wait for four and then I would be like pretty confident in playing Dallas. Uh, if we don't get there, probably just a small bet for me have some action. I would not bet Detroit at these numbers.
1: Uh, Anything on the total?
2: Nah, it's really high. I think I'm good on
1: totals. I agree agree with all of it. Said it earlier in the week. I I wanted to bet Dallas, but I didn't like the the original number. Let's see how low this goes. How low can you go to bet Dallas in the game? And we'll talk about it. You know what? I won't talk about it tomorrow. Or tweet it. Uh, If it goes to four, I'm betting Dallas. Uh, Let's go to Sunday, Ken. The Bills. Now a full two-touchdown favorite against the Patriots. Total in the game is at 40. Juju Smith-Schuster out. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson out for the season.
2: Yeah, and just worth noting, I didn't mention this before, it looks like Micah Hyde's going to play again for the Bills, which would probably relegate Demar Hamlin to being inactive. Also, Hamlin himself is dealing with an injury and is listed questionable. So we seem to be getting closer and closer to maybe uh, Hamlin not being on like the active roster for the next two weeks, uh, which is possible. And just look, if you're honest, if you bet the other players to win comeback player of the year, um, you know, that helps their case uh, or at least prevents Hamlin from making an impactful play that would increase his uh, chances to win. So just kind of worth noting there. Uh, totally agree with this number. Don't really want to bet anything. Said the whole week, I think the Bills are likely to win by margin. Um, do Not Not really a whole lot else going on for
0: me.
1: Uh, I bet Buffalo at a number that doesn't exist. We talked about it on the show on Wednesday. Uh, so nothing at 14, like def, definitely nothing here. I guess it's like if it goes to 14 and a half, Ken, would you ever consider new? We'll talk about it on Sunday because we're not there yet. Uh, that's the Bills and the Patriots. Bears and the Falcons, Ken, in Chicago. Uh, this has come off three at BetMGM. It's close to getting back. Chicago, two and a half minus 15. Total in the game is 38.
2: Uh, I bet Falcons three for a little bit at the start of the week. There's, we did this on like Wednesday. Is just This is one of those threes that's just likely to go away because it's like the two mediocre team three-point game. And it has. And I don't know if it's going to come back ever again. Uh, If it did, I'd like the Falcons plus three a little bit. It's not my favorite bet of the week. It just seems like a number that's pretty good. And I don't know if it's coming back.
1: We talked about it on Wednesday. I agree. Bet Falcons plus three. Um, Let's say this gets down to like an actual two and a half here. Would you ever tease Atlanta? Or you want to talk about it on Sunday?
2: Let's talk about it. Uh, Dude, let's do teaser stuff Sunday. My answer to that is probably yes, but I'll think about it a little more.
1: All right. Colts and the Raiders in Indianapolis. Indy's a three and a half point home favorite. Total in the game sitting at 42.5. Michael Pittman, um, barring a setback, and like he had one last week, so like I'm not like it actually could happen. I hope it doesn't. Michael Pittman's on track to return in this game for Indy. Big Bouse, Zach Maus is out for the Colts. Jonathan Taylor will be the number one running back. Michael Mayer misses another game, the Raiders rookie tight end. And Josh Jacobs doubtful for the game, meaning likely to be Zamir White as the Raiders' number one ball carrier for a third straight game. And maybe a third straight win for the Raiders if you like them
2: uh side i totally agree with like colts by a little more than a field goal that's where it's been and since very early in the process and i know you got an early number on it but i just kind of agree with this market for the side now it's like do we just have to bet the over like 42 and a half now down a point and a half from open um i know the raiders like didn't throw the ball like in the final three quarters this game's not going to be like that uh over or nothing nothing on the side can make a decision on the total on sunday probably
1: so Chernoff came on. Adam Chernoff came on the show. I'm just like referring to everyone by the. Chern came on yesterday. Uh, he liked Indy. Also said he heard the show on Wednesday and like agreed with me on Indianapolis. One thing I disagree with him on. He liked Indy laying three and a half. Also, I I don't know that I would lay three and a half with the Colts. I liked that number of three with Indianapolis. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet the Raiders, but I don't I don't know if I love to lay three and a half with Indianapolis when three was available for like a couple days earlier earlier in the week. And agree with Ken on the over, just Shane Steichen overs. We'll talk about it more in a Sunday conversation. Uh, Rams and the Giants in the Jersey Meadowlands. Matthew Stafford and company, five and a half point road favorites. Total in the game, now sitting at 43 and a half. Tyrod Taylor starts in place of the benched, it's a Tommy DeVito, baby. And I guess like the big piece of injury news here, I think we think Puka Nakua is going to play in the game. Didn't practice on Friday. We've seen this a couple times from Nakua this season as questionable and then ends up playing in games. Uh, But Puka, for what it's worth, is listed as questionable, Ken, right now on the injury report.
2: Yeah, which obviously, like if he doesn't play and Stroud plays average, then offensive rookie of the year feels like it's done at that moment. Um, That doesn't really matter because Stroud's such a big favorite. Like I wouldn't even say to go bet him. Just like minus a thousand, minus fifteen hundred, but just worth noting, like an award ends probably if he doesn't play, and Stroud does. Uh, I I lost my ability to play the Rams. We talked about it early in the week when the Giants started to get bad. I go, this makes no sense. I think I like the Rams really soon, and I waited too long, and I lost the number, and now I don't have any bets on the game.
1: I do. You, you know, you said something really smart, and like I didn't, I didn't bet this. And I, I wish I had. You said if you like the Giants last week, and I did like the Giants, so I guess like I did win. Um. If you like the Giants, bet the over again. Like Philadelphia, the game was soared over the total.
2: Right, because if a you lot like point.
1: the if you like right. the Giants here, don't you have to bet the over also at a low, a low number here against the Rams with the way that offense is looking?
2: So you you could totally be right. I I definitely don't disagree with you. Just like this this spread market's a lot different than like a a monster number where it's like, well, they just have to keep the game close and the game can go over like. Uh, it's probably a little correlated, honestly, just like intuitively that it feels that way. But the number's so small, there's like a little less wiggle room there. Could be a way to play the game. Uh, I just think, I think five and a half, six was right. And if we were ever going to get far away from that in one direction, I was going to bet the opposite side.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I would only, but I would not bet the Giants at, at five and a half. It would only be the Rams for me. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Cardinals and the Eagles in Philadelphia. Philly, like in between 11 and a half and 12, whatever call it 11 and a half total in the game sitting at 48 we think kyler murray is going to be good to go and start for arizona hollywood brown out for the season darius slay will miss at least one more game here for the eagles at cornerback
2: just like the bills patriots game i just i kind of agree with this and i don't really have an angle to make a bet um, if you like the Eagles to kind of like run up the score here, you probably liked them last week to do the same thing and it went terribly just to be honest. Uh, so maybe they can do it maybe they can kind of put some distance between themselves and another team. It's certainly this would be the team to do it. It would certainly be possible just I just kind of agree with this market feel like I don't have an angle to make a bet in the game
1: I I am so bad, so bad at betting totals so bad. So, like,
2: so bad you like the over here no. Oh, like baby. the under. Under. Oh, I like yeah. the under.
1: Uh, I think this is a game where Philly could rush for like 250 yards and just like pull oh, those so game. Oh, okay. Uh, I, yeah, bo- boa constrictor. Also, yeah. like okay, great, like slays out. And then we'll watch Arizona's offense. Like Trey McBride might have like a, like like 17 catches for like ninety yards in this game. I think I might bet under. We'll talk about it more on Sunday. Coming up next, we'll wrap up the Friday edition of the show with the rest of our bets for Week 17, NFL Sunday.
0: We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by (laughs) BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: All right, quick thank yous here, and then we'll close the show with the rest of our bets. At some point, we'll drop the dope-ass beat. I probably should have probably should have done it there. Should have said it during the break. That's my bad. Sam Paniatovich, Colin Wilson, and Will Brinson, our three great guests on the show today. Alex, our EP. Tyler, our technical director. Jake is our engineer. And Mike is our video producer. BetMGM tonight, coming up after us, a four-hour live betting extravaganza. A ganza. All right, Ken, we continue. Our week 17, Sunday, NFL Benning Sojourn in Tampa. Fire the cannons with Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. Come Baker, player of the year. Uh, Tampa, a two and a half point home favorite. Total here is 42 and a half uh, for people in the fantasy Super Bowl. Alvin Kamara didn't practice today with an illness. He's added to the injury report, listed as questionable. Tampa again going to be without a couple of impactful defensive players. Pass rusher Shaq Barrett, cornerback Carlton Davis, both out in this game. Ken, bets here, please, and thoughts on Tampa and New Orleans. If the Bucs win, they are your NFC South champions.
2: Yeah, kind of crazy to see them like a favorite over a like an average to slightly below average team we haven't really seen that in a bunch of their markets so far this year um kind of just agree with the number uh question a couple questions in the game will be like do you play the over without tampa's been playing recently and their defensive injuries maybe it's gotten bet up uh and do you tease new orleans basically in every nfc south game the teasers have been good uh going more than one possession with all of these like incompetent teams uh and the answer again is like maybe um so those are two things i'm thinking about going into the game i don't think you have to bet either right now uh, over and maybe Saints as a teaser leg. Um, and we have a couple other legs we've already talked about pairing them with. Uh, Atlanta, if <laughs> the NFC South teaser, would be uh, would probably be the next most attractive option.
1: Uh, agreed. I bet New Orleans plus three, just kind of like same thing with Atlanta, Chicago. Like, I don't think this number is going to last. I don't even like New Orleans. Just felt like I would probably beat the close. Uh, so nothing for me to do right now other than like a t- 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 hold on to my ass watching this game with Derek Carr and Dennis Allen. Coming up on Sunday, so nothing for me now. I agree with the thought on the teaser legs. Uh, Niners and the Commanders coming up in our nation's capital. So the interesting piece of injury information for this game today: Jacoby Brissett added to the injury report. Was it Alex? What's the exact injury? Is it a hamstring? Something for Jacoby Brissett that Something kind like of like. That. Uh, calls into question his ability to start this game so it kind of feels like it's 50 50 whether it'll be sam howell or jacoby Brissett. uh nothing really going on of major note here for the san francisco 49ers um in terms of the injury report san fran laying 13 and a half total 49 and a half i'll i'll go first here i don't care who starts in the game i like san francisco Uh, I would obviously like to bet a number below 14. I I would never bet Washington, never, at any of these. I mean, I don't even think I'd bet 14 and a half with Washington. I like San Francisco in the game. Brock Purdy's going to start.
2: Yeah, and it looks like uh, 13 and a half is like the consensus number in the market. So I have an opportunity now to bet less than two touchdowns. Feels uh, a whole bunch like the Giants-Eagles game, where like the correlated thing in this is definitely like, the commanders and the over is definitely the correlated part of this like i don't think the commanders are going to cover like a lot or otherwise i'd bet them but if you think they're going to cover like they're not stopping the niners ever like the niners are scoring 30 points minimum and then the commander's path to cover is scoring so you know I, I, as a correlated parlay i actually love it um even though it's not like usually it's dog over and and or sorry dog under and favored over but maybe it's lay the niners i just think uh i think it's like the, the bet in that game is like commanders with the over because it's literally like almost a one for one
1: that's and you know, you talk about arcs a lot is san francisco maybe like on a downward arc after monday night and washington did like play really well when percent came into the game
2: yeah i mean it's just uh like where are they kind of on their season right now it's a good question like they played so well for so long and uh played all those big games and then obviously had the clunker monday was that more about the ravens like usually a great team like it doesn't have to be a downward spiral. Like it can just be like, Oh, they played a bad game against another really bad team. It's possible. I just, and it's with Rivera and like, God, like play, even choosing to play Brissette. It's just like, this whole thing is like, a just an absolute mess. Uh, just not a team you would want to play on right now. I think.
1: Uh, Jacksonville, a four-and-a-half-point home favorite right now over the Carolina Panthers. Total 36 and a half. The big injury news here. Trevor Lawrence out. Trevor Lawrence will not start this game for the Jacksonville Jaguars. C.J. Beathard starts, and the answer to the question, how bad are the Carolina Panthers? So bad that C.J. Beathard's a four-and-a-half-point favorite against them at home. Uh, Bets here, Ken. Thoughts now that we have this market here with Jacksonville and Carolina.
2: Yeah, usually uh, in all quarterback injury games, I'm inclined to, like, let – let it get baked into the market as much as possible and play the opposite side. Uh, this will likely be a, uh, an identical kind of a, a handicap. So, fours are mostly on the board. Uh, MGM is like the only one dealing four and a half, by the way. So, man, if you like the Panthers, that's your home. Uh, fours everywhere with a couple three and a halfs. Uh, three and a half would be a really appealing number for me with the Jaguars. Uh, and I think they will be like a not bet at all side because of how they've played recently, but uh, just like them at a really, really short number against like everybody can be on Carolina's offense. Like great. They're also still miserable. Sorry. Like everybody. Um, And, uh, and I would like Jacksonville to short number in the game. Uh,
1: I, I liked Carolina earlier in the week at a bigger number. Now I, I, I don't think so. Maybe it is what Ken just said. And we can talk about it more on Sunday. Let's see how far this number dips and we will talk about it more on Sunday. Game of the week in the NFL, Ken. Baltimore, in so this is like interesting. Like this has not moved the way I thought it was going to move, side or total, when Jalen Waddell officially declared out by the Dolphins. Maybe it's just like that was the expectation all along, I guess, right? Baltimore in between a three and a three-and-a-half point home favorite. Total in the game is 47. Baltimore wins. They are the one seed clinched in the AFC. Miami wins, and they win the AFC East.
2: Yeah, and just, I, you know, you wonder if it's like, Is it like the defensive injuries for Baltimore part of like what's holding this down? So like waddles out, but like Kyle Hamilton, you know, like, it's just like, how do these like, how, like, what are the, what's the balancing act here in terms of the injury reports? Like, I agree with you. Like, I, I, it doesn't mean I'm going to bet it. I just really thought the market would favor Baltimore more than it is almost like concerns me that i'm like missing something in the game that this is the difference between the teams in the market right now just like hurt tyreek and no waddle and they're being given like a really good chance to win um that just surprises me uh I, all week i've just been like i don't understand what's happening and if i don't understand something i really don't want to bet it uh kind of agree with the under which is something we talked about a lot this week have no bets on the game i would lo- i actually really want to see where this goes on sunday and like what kind of movement we get in the market um like a not confident opinion at all on the game
1: I, I did bet under 47, like, during the show the other day, expecting to get closing line value. Hashtag, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. So I'm already it's like in on the under. like 46 and
2: a half. It's like okay. half 46 and a half. You're pretty good.
1: I, uh, I also, earlier today, I bet both Tua and Josh Allen to an MVP. I will be rooting very hard against the Ravens. That's partly because I think Miami can, can win the game, also because like I, I wanted to create a really fun sweat for myself. So I'll be rooting sure. very hard against the Ravens and the Dolphins to win the game with MVP bets on Tua and Josh well, Allen to fade Lamar Jackson. You can make an argument.
2: Market. You could make an argument. So the the Dolphins are one forty five to win. And I'm guessing you bet like whatever to eight and Allen nine or 10 or whatever it is, like something like that. So basically like you kind of bet dolphins money line and you did it in like a bigger price. Cause like the argument you're going to make is like, if the dolphins win, then Lamar is not winning anymore. And one of these two players is winning. So you kind of, it's like a fun way to play Miami money line, I guess. And if they got bet down more and the money line price dropped, then you would almost certainly play those two guys to an MVP. You would have to believe that a loss by Baltimore, like, does the same thing that a loss by Brock Purdy did on Monday, which is possible, but it's a really interesting thought exercise. Like what happens if that happens? And then is the bet to go bet to an Allen, which you did. It's like, it's a really interesting approach.
1: All right, let's move to the Texans and the Titans. CJ Shroud is back for Houston. Will, you'll love it at Levis, back for Tennessee. Houston, a four point home favorite total is 44.
2: I mean, we never got anything close to what we wanted in terms of who played and what the numbers were in this game. Kind of just agree with it. If I had to bet the game, I'd probably bet Houston at four, but I don't, uh, no bets for me in the game.
1: I wanted to bet Tennessee six at four. I'd only bet the Texans. I kind of want to see what this offense looks like here with Stroud back and no tank Dell for a full game before I'm like investing in their offense in a game. Likely to be no bet for me on this one. Seahawks and the Steelers, Seattle in between a three and a three and a half point home favor. Total is 41. Mason Rudolph, Ken, is going to start for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but we think Kenny Pickett's going to be active for this game. Practice the whole week in a limited fashion.
2: Yeah, you brought up a great point. If that's going to be true, and I, I give you credit on this, and you know we talk about these angles all the time, if Pickett's active and will serve as the backup, then if Mason Rudolph props her up, you like have to bet the unders in the game. Just I feel like there's always going to be like in, kind of an itchy trigger finger to, to get your starter out when Pickett's like the guy who's backing him up to. You have one game of Rudolph being good. It uh, just seems like a good time to play quarterback unders when there's like the potential uncertainty there. So uh, I like that. Uh, if this dropped to three because of Seahawks injuries, uh, I would bet the Seahawks at three. That might happen. It might happen on Sunday.
1: And look, like Pickett might just be inactive in the game, right? And that, that could right. be a possibility as well. Um, oh, absolutely. Like I'm just going to create. I'm just going to create a scenario. And Jake, drop the dope ass beat after this, and I'll do the reads quickly, and we'll race through the rest of the games. If they're down like 13 to three midway through the second quarter, like the ship is not going down with Mason Rudolph. They'll put Kenny Pickett in the game. Jake, drop the dope ass beat. Uh, Alex, give me the reads, and then we'll race through everything. All right, over at BetMGM, once a week, you we can play the free 8-Bit Barry game for a chance to win daily prizes. Play as Hall of Famer Barry Sanders. Spin stiff arm or juke your way to the end zone. If Barry scores a touchdown, you earn a reward. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com today. Can the Broncos, three-and-a-half point home favorites against the Chargers. Total 36 and a half. No Palmer, no Keenan Allen for the Chargers. Jared Stidham starts for Denver. No Cortland Sutton for the Broncos with a concussion.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, Sutton's a big deal, but, like, doesn't this just feel like an? Uh, you liked the Broncos at the start of the week, so did a couple other people? I I just totally agree now, and, like, the injury report for the Chargers, like, Sutton's out, cool, that's a big deal. I uh, mean, it feels like such a good game to bet against the Chargers. The, like, the dead cat bounce coach game, this is the game after that, and Sean Payton, like, dying to prove a point about Stidham over Russell Wilson in a small point spread game, like, almost seems good too good to be true now with how things are broken. So, really like Denver, uh, you guys kind of talked me into it at the start of the week.
1: Love it. Uh, Kansas City, Ken, a six and a half point home favorite over Cincinnati. The total in the game is 44. The injury news that we're waiting for here is Jamar Chase is questionable, but practiced on Friday in a limited fashion. The fact that this moved off seven tells me that people think Chase is playing in the game. I have no thought, with the number now at six and a half.
2: Probably a wait for him to play, try to get six or less and bet the Chiefs approach. Um, We can't do that until we get the information on Sunday.
1: Uh, and then the Vikings and the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Minnesota, a one-point home favorite, 43-and-a-half the total. Christian Watson out again. Well, he's listed as doubtful he ain't going to play in this game. Uh, and Jaron Hall starts for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Nick Mullins bench. Jordan Addison questionable.
2: I, have, I, I It's funny we're ending this one. I have no idea what the hell's going to happen in this game. I don't even have a prediction. Like, this is the, it's a crazy injury report. Jaron Hall, pick em number. number. Uh, who knows, honestly. Sorry to end on a, an opinion like that, but I have no idea.
1: No, and, like, and Wix is questionable also. We, like, we'll like we find out more overnight from from Saturday into Sunday. I'm sure we'll get some insider tweets, hopefully, with some news. Um, I kind of lean towards the Vikings. We'll give you firmer thoughts coming up on Sunday. A lot going on in this game. I think people can appreciate that. Ken, enjoy your 36 hours off, and I will talk to you bright and early on New Year's Eve.
2: Sounds good. Maybe I'll wear my, my Michigan apparel. I might have the Brady jersey on for the show. We'll see. So.
1: Until we meet again, and that'll be Sunday morning at eight thirty on the Fan for me, and then Ken and I at eleven. I'm Nick Casos wishing you minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck.
0: Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.